we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed 
be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Why is everything about you a debate? What's the point of love? Every time I showed it, I was broken and it's forced me just to only want to hate. Why is it only one you but multiple religions? Why does every conversation end in a division? Why does everybody want to tell us how to live but they won't listen to the same damn message that they give me? Tell me how to feel. Tell me what's wrong. I tried to call. Pick up the phone. I'm on my own. Everybody said you coming back to man. Why the hell is it taking so long? Why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything good always have to change? Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work and destroy it just for monetary gain? Tell me all you black or all you white. I don't even really care. I just really want to know what's right. They've been saying one thing, but I've been looking in the book. And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life. Tell me where I'm going. Is it heaven or hell? I just hope this message greets you well. Had a dream that I was walking with the devil. Don't remember how it feels, but I swear that I remember the smell. Looked me right into my eye and told me everything I wanted could be mine if I gave up and decided to sell. But I said I'd rather die than get mine. Now I'm here. No fear, one man with a story to tell. Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it? When they set the bar and I exceeded it? My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover, but I've never took the time to fucking read this shit. I remember telling you my goals and my dreams, but you didn't even answer, so I guess you didn't believe in it. I remember sitting with a gun to my head trying to ask you for some I don't want religion, I need that spirituality I don't want a church, I need people to call a family I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner Just because he's got a robe when he went to some academy I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you Don't want to learn it in my school because they hiding the truth Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being And that's the only reason that I even step in this booth Dear God How do I take this darkness and turn it into light? 
How do I believe in the concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God! supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit, so maybe it's you who actually fears me, I don't know the answer, I just wanna see it clearly, so many lies, a thousand different theories, all I wanna know is who really made religion, cause I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me, no more lies, no more death, bring back king, bring back X, please dear God, let their souls rest, protect who's left and watch their steps, dear God, I don't wanna have to ask you again, I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer, so I'll end this all, by saying amen. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? I forgot to turn the camera on there for a second because I was over here chatting with Brian. A very interesting question. He asked, what's Jesus' real birthday? Was it 9-11? No, it's March 25th. March 25th and April 1st is the start of the new year. This year is the end of the 40th Jubilee since Jesus was born. Okay, think about that. If you were with us when we read Enoch on True Spiracy, then you understand that God and the angels tell time in jubilees rather than years, right? Perspective-wise. We judge time based on our human lifespan. Seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades. But because the angels' lives are exponentially longer than ours. They're not immortal, but they're exponentially longer than ours. They judge time in jubilees. And a jubilee is 49 of our years. We learned that in Enoch. And think about the number 40. Over and over again, we've been hearing that length of time, especially in Judges. Right. The land rested for 40 years. It's like they'd had 40 years on with God and 40 years off. 40 years on, 40 years off. Jesus was tempted in the devil, by the devil in the desert for 40 days. 40 days. 
a pregnancy is 40 weeks. That number 40 is very important. So this year is the end of the 40th Jubilee since Jesus was born. Which, thank you, Brian, for bringing that up because I did the math real quick. And that just reinstates my belief that here we are. It's just another validation, as it were. But it's actually not what I want to talk to you guys about this morning. Interestingly enough, that kind of ties in. Y'all ever heard of uh, seasonal affective disorder, sunlight deprivation syndrome? You ever hear of that? I was familiar with it up north because uh, growing up up north, one of my best friends suffered from it. She actually, her insurance got her a tanning bed. So this girl was brown as can be in like February in Connecticut, right? Because she would spend 10, 15 minutes in her tanning bed every day because otherwise she would get severely depressed because of the lack of sunlight. Okay. So they called it seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> now they're having to change the names, obviously, because, you know, they can't use the same acronym for two things. Sad. Mm. But that's really what it was. Being without sunlight makes you sad. So if you get up and you go to work in the winter before the sun's up and you're stuck in an office under halogen lights, fluorescent lights all day, and by the time you leave work, the sun's already down. And you literally don't see the sun at all. You get depressed. Why is that? Because the sun is life. It just reiterates what I say when I say that you don't find God in a building made by man. You find God, a place made by God, outside, in the sun. You know, Gabriel and I had a conversation the other night. He's been uh, coming a lot more. And that's true for everybody. Matt said that you know, his messages are ramping up. Mick told y'all last night that he's it's almost constant conversation with Gabriel now. And he comes to talk to me almost every night. Almost every night. But the other day, he said to me, he said, you know, most people, when they are chosen as a vessel, or just chosen, when they understand that there's a greater 
realm of beings beyond us that do have the ability to directly interact in our lives. Most people turn towards religion. They go and seek the Bible. They start going to church, trying to find out what's going on. But Mick's different. He turned away from religion. Gabriel didn't really understand that. But it wasn't different. Because Mick was very religious before. And he went to a different place. He was formally religious. He went to church. He knew all the motions, all the prayers. He followed all the rules. But his faith wasn't there. I mean, it was. He had faith. Don't get me wrong. Mick has more faith than anybody I've ever met. It's just a part of him. It's not something he has to find. It's just there. A knowing. I should say the connection got stronger. A lot stronger. When he broke those chains of formal religion and truly found God. Most people don't grow up anymore inside that kind of formal religion, not the way he did. So when something like this comes into their life, they again go to a different place. They run toward religion. But a building made of wood and stone by man is not the place you find God. Latanya, I've missed you. Most people search to know for sure they are not crazy when the divine comes forward to them. You're right. Well, maybe not most, but a good number do. You're exactly right. God is all around you. You just have to look. You just have to see. You just have to hear. You just have to listen. Listen. You are not crazy. You are not alone. Seek and you shall find. Anyway. Remember that you are in control of your own mind, your own body, and your own spirit. If someone is telling you that you're suffering from depression, then you need to change that. That is your mindset. That is your emotion. God will help you. How many times do we read that he softened the hearts or hardened the hearts of various people? ask. So take control of yourself because the only way that you're going to be ready for this battle to come is if you are fully aware, engaged, and control of your mind, your body, and your spirit. 
listen to God. Follow your path. And look for the signs because they're everywhere. Uh, Matt did not have a new message, so we are continuing on the series from Easter to Pentecost. Um, I, want, I think this is like number, I don't know. We're getting there, more than halfway through. So, let's see what he has to say before we get into our Bible reading for the day. And I will not be going late today, Liana. Hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with you with another message from the Lord. Uh, this message is from May 10th, 2023, as part of the longer series, the Easter to Pentecost series that I've been sharing here on my channel. If you're new to this channel, I do encourage you to check out the other messages so that you can hear uh, just the, the different things the Lord has uh, spoken and, and shared with me and that I've been sharing uh, over the last several weeks. Uh, as always, I'm grateful for everybody that likes and subscribes and uh, comments on the channel and shares this video with others. I appreciate you guys and uh, pray you would be blessed uh, this weekend as we move towards the Day of Atonement. Um, so here's what it says for May 10th, 2023. Ask of me and I will give you the living water. I am the gracious Father. I give freely to all who ask of me. Ask of me and I would cleanse you of all your sin, and I would restore you to your place. Ask of me, and I would give you a robe of fine linen. I give to you because I first loved you, even when you did not honor me. I am the loving Father. I give freely to all who ask. Ask of me, O children, and I would enlarge your territory. But my people do not ask because they have forsaken me and gone after their other lovers. They are an adulterous people. They have turned aside from me. Though they were set apart, marked by my name, they have resented their lineage. They would seek to scrub my name off their foreheads. O Israel, return to me your father and I would give you a place at my side, but you do not return. And yet I have reserved from among you my remnant. I will call them from the four winds. I will raise them. I will draw them out in the final days. They will bear my name. They will have it written on their foreheads. They are my remnant, purified and reserved for me. I know their number, for I have chosen them. O children, seek me while I may be found. Call to me and I will answer you. Reach out to me and I will be there for you. I am the Holy One of Israel. Remember, I am the Lion of Judah. I am the God of Abraham and Isaac and of Jacob. I called you a people from before you were a people. I made you a nation. From before you were a nation, I set you apart for my namesake. I will remove the veil from your eyes that you might see me as I am, that you might see things as they are. Wake up, O sleepers, 
from the house of Israel. Arise, O my people, for your God has come for you. Ask of me as your fathers asked in the desert, and you will see my deliverance, my mighty hand. You have but to ask. O servant of the Lord, you will write and declare these things to many people, but still they will not hear my word, nor seek my face. Still they will sleep, but you will declare it for the chosen few that have ears to hear. Thanks, everybody. Well, thank you, Matt. Again, I've not heard that before. I love it when the messages line up. Because I saw that story about sunlight deprivation syndrome or seasonal affective disorder on our news this morning, our local news. In the South, I've been here 20 years. I've never seen them talk about that down here before. Why? Let me ask you this. You know, we've seen a rise in everybody has to go to a therapist if they have a problem. It used to be that you went to a friend if you had a problem. What's the difference between a therapist and a friend? You got to pay a therapist. When I have a problem, I go talk to Heather. Or Mick. Or Lindsay. Or Wix. And if you have a problem, I hope you know that you can come to me, any of you, and just talk without judgment. Just talk. Because we're in this together. Not only have they done their best to separate nuclear families, but they've done their best to prevent you from forming friendships right off the bat. We don't have the same, my children don't have the same ability to make friends the way that we did when we were growing up, you know? When we were kids, we got kicked out of the house in the morning. We were gone all day. We were hanging out with our friends. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't make it to W7 last night, Lana. I was watching a movie. I got wrapped up after dinner. And I was on the phone for a bit. And then I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Sorry. But you know I still love you. Because we need each other. And we need God. If you do go to a therapist, which they made me go once when I was a kid after my real dad died. I went once and they were like, you don't need us. No, I didn't. But uh, normally when they go to a, when you go to a therapist, from what I understand, the first thing they ask you is basically, were your mom and dad mean to you? What did your parents do to you to screw you up so bad that you have to come pay me to fix you? They say it not a lot nicer, but that's the gist of it, right? Now people have lost God. Had a good friend come into town last week. His car was broken, and uh, I had to 
pick him up from his hotel and drive, drive him over to base, drive him to AutoZone and drive him around, whatever, so he could fix his car. Yeah, they are quacks, lasagna, you're right. And I've known this man for 10 years, the nicest, sweetest guy, always happy, always cheerful, and sincerely cheerful, not cheerful masking depression, sincerely cheerful. But now, he's a different person, almost. I still see him in there, but he told me he felt lost, adrift, like something was missing. That's what happens when you cut yourself off from God at the genetic level. He's a pilot in the Air Force. You know what that means. He's still in. You know what that means. But I believe that God can heal you if you ask. But now it's on you to ask because your genetic connection to God, if you've been jabbed, has been broken. I'm sorry to tell you. It can be restored, but you have to seek it. You have to find God. Ask. Listen. Don't be lost. Find a friend who knows God and let them help you find him again. Dear God, please give us the strength and energy to get everything done that we need to get done to prepare for your arrival, for your return, and help us bring as many people back to you as we can in that time. Be strong in their faith. Please give us the ability to hear, to listen, to look and to see, and to follow our path as you've laid it out for us. Thank you, God, for all of our friends who help us through these trying times, who help us prepare for your arrival, who ask questions and give answers and talk, communicate, together we can better understand what you want us to do. I thank you for our animals who show us every day what it is to live for you alone and what true unconditional love is. Thank you for helping us understand through life, death, and the kingdom Thank you for my children and my amazing husband, all my family. 
And thank you for bringing more and more people to hear your word every day. As it is so important. And for validating that word across so many of your messengers. Most of all, thank you for life. Thank you for sustaining our life. So, yesterday we went late. We are in the book of Judges, chapter 12. <coughs> Put this on do not disturb. Otherwise, it's going to go crazy. And I don't want it to. Let me go. Oops. The book of Judges, chapter 12. And the men of Ephraim gathered themselves together and went northward and said unto Jephthah, Wherefore passest thou over to fight against the children of Ammon, and didst not call us to go with thee? We will burn thine house upon thee with fire. And Jephthah said unto them, I and my people were at a great strife with the children of Ammon, and when I called you, ye delivered me not out of their hands. And when I saw that ye delivered me not, I put my life in my hands, and passed over against the children of Ammon, and the Lord delivered them into my hand. Wherefore, then are you come up unto me this day to fight against me? Then Jephthah gathered together all the men of Gilead and fought with Ephraim. And the men of Gilead smote Ephraim, because they said, Ye Gileadites are fugitives of Ephraim among the Ephraimites and among the Manassites. And the Gileadites took the passages of Jordan before the Ephraimites, and it was so that when those Ephraimites which were escaped said, Let me go over, that the men of Gilead said unto him, Art thou an Ephraimite? If he said nay, then they said unto him, Say now, Shib. Boleth. And he said, Shibboleth, for he could not frame to pronounce it right. Then they took him and slew him at the passages of Jordan. And there fell at that time of the Ephraimites forty and two thousand. And Jephthah judged Israel six years. Then died Jephthah the Gileadite, the Gileadite, and was buried in one of the cities of Gilead. And after him, Ibzan of Bethlehem judged Israel, and he had 30 sons and 30 daughters whom he sent abroad, and took in 30 daughters from abroad for his sons. And he judged Israel seven years, and then died Ibzan, and was buried at Bethlehem. And after him, Elon, a Zebulonite, judged Israel, and he judged Israel 10 years. And Elon, the Zebulonite, died and was buried in Ajalon in the country of Zebulon. And after him, Abdon, the son of Hillel, a Perithonite, judged Israel. And he had 40 sons and 30 nephews that rode on threescore and 10 ass colts. And he judged Israel eight years. And Abdon, the son of Hillel, the Perathonite, died and was buried in Parathon in the land of Ephraim in the Mount of the Amalekites. Chapter 13. And the children of Israel did again in the sight of the did evil again in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines 40 years. 
And there was a certain man of Zora, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah. And his wife was barren, and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman, and said unto her, Behold now, thou art barren, and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive, and bear a son. Now therefore beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For lo, thou shalt conceive, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came unto me. And his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God, very terrible. But I asked him not whence he was, neither told me his name. But he said unto me, Behold, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and now drink no wine nor strong, strong drink, neither eat any unclean thing, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Then Manoah entreated the Lord and said, O my Lord, let the man of God which thou didst send come against unto us, come again unto us, and teach us what we shall do unto the children that sh the child that shall be born. And God hearkened to the voice of Manoah, and the angel of God came again unto the woman as she sat in the field, but no Manoah her husband was not with her. And the woman made haste and ran and showed her husband and said unto him, Behold, the man hath appeared unto me that came unto me the other day. And Manoah arise and went after his wife and came to the man and said unto him, Art thou the man that spakest unto the woman? And he said, I am. And Manoah said, Now let thy words come to pass. How shall we order the child and how shall we do unto him? And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, Of all that I said unto the woman, let her beware. She may not eat of anything that cometh of the vine, neither let her drink wine or strong drink, nor eat any unclean thing. All that I commanded her, let her observe. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, I pray thee, let us detain thee, until we shall have made ready a kid for thee. And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, Though thou detain me, I will not eat of thy bread. And if thou wilt offer a burnt offering, thou must offer it unto the Lord. For Manoah knew not that he was an angel of the Lord. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, What is thy name, that when thy sayings come to pass we may do thee honor? And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Why askest thou thus after my name, seeing it is secret? So Manoah took a kid with a meat offering and offered it upon a rock unto the Lord. And the angel did wondrously, and Manoah and his wife looked on. For it came to pass when the flame went up toward heaven from off the altar, that the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. And Manoah and his wife looked on it and fell on their faces to the ground. But the angel of the Lord did no more appear to Manoah and his wife. Then Manoah knew that he was an angel of the Lord. And Manoah said unto his wife, We shall surely die, because we have seen God. But his wife said unto him, If the Lord were pleased to kill us, he would not have received a burnt offering and a meat offering at our hands. 
neither would he have shown us all these things, nor would, as at this time, have told us such things as these. And the woman bare a son and called his name Samson. And the children grew, the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtoel. Chapter 14. And Samson went down to Timnath and saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. And he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timnath of the daughter of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me to wife. Then his father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren or among all my people that thou goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines? And Samson said unto his father, Go get her for me, get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. But his father and his mother knew not that it was of the Lord that he sought an occasion against the Philistines. For at that time the Philistines had dominion over Israel. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath and came to the vineyards of Timnath. And behold, a young lion roared against him. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he rent him as he could have rent a kid and had nothing in his hand. But he told not his father or his mother what he had done. And he went down and talked with the woman, and she pleased Samson well. And after a time, he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, there is a swarm of bees and honey in the carcass of the lion. And he took thereof in his hands, and he went on eating, and came to his father and mother, and he gave them, and they did eat. But he told not them that he had taken the honey out of the carcass of the lion. So his father went down unto the woman, and Samson made their feast, for so used them young men to do. And it came to pass when they saw him, they brought thirty companions to be with him. And Samson said unto them, I will now put forth a riddle unto you. If ye can certainly declare it me within seven days of the feast and find it out, then I will give you thirty sheets and thirty changes of garments. But if ye cannot declare it to me, then ye shall give me thirty sheets and thirty change of garments. And they said unto him, Put forth thy riddle, that we may hear it. And he said unto them, Out of the eater came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness. And they could not in three days expound the riddle. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they said unto Samson's wife, Entice thy husband, that he may declare unto us the riddle, lest we burn thee and thy father's house with fire. Have ye called us to take that we have? Is it not so? And Samson's wife wept before him and said, Thou dost but hate me and lovest me not. Thou hast put forth a riddle unto the children of my people and hast not told it me. And he said unto her, Behold, I have not told it my father nor my mother, and I shall tell it thee. And she wept before him the seven days while their feast lasted. And it came to pass on the seventh day that he told her because she lay sore upon him. And she told the riddle to the children of her people. And the men of the city said unto him the seventh day before the sun went down, What is sweeter than honey 
and what is stronger than a lion? And he said unto them, If ye had not plowed with my heifer, ye had not found out my riddle. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he went down to Ashkelon and slew thirty men of them, and took their spoil, and gave change of garments unto them which expounded the riddle. And his anger was kindled, and he went up to his father's house. But Samson's wife was given to, a, to his companion, whom he had used as his friend. Chapter 15 But it came to pass within a while after, in the time of wheat harvest, that Samson visited his wife with a kid, and he said, I will go into my wife into the chamber. But her father would not suffer him to go in. And her father said, I verily thought that thou hadst utterly hated her. Therefore, I gave her to thy companion. Is not her younger sister fairer than she? Take her, I pray thee, instead of her. And Samson said concerning them, Now shall I be more blameless than the Philistines, though I do them a displeasure? And Samson went and caught three hundred foxes, and took firebrands, and turned tail to tail, and put a firebrand in the midst between two tails. And when he had set the brands on fire, he let them go into the standing corn of the Philistines, and burnt up both the shocks, and also the standing corn, with the vineyards and olives. Then the Philistines said, Who hath done this? And they answered, Samson the son-in-law of the Timnite, because he had taken his wife and given her to his companion. And the Philistines came up and burnt her and her father with fire. And Samson said unto them, Though ye have done this, yet will I be avenged of you, and after that I will cease. And he smote them hip and thigh with a great slaughter. And he went down and dwelt in the top of the rock Etam. Then the Philistines went up, and pitched in Judah, and spread themselves in Lehi. And the men of Judah said, Why are ye come up against us? And they answered, To bind Samson we are come up, to do to him as he hath done to us. Then three thousand men of Judah went to the top of the rock Etam, and said to Samson, Knowest thou not that the Philistines are rulers over us? What is this that thou hast done unto us? And he said unto them, as they did unto me, so I have done unto them. And they said unto him, We are come down to bind thee, that we may deliver thee into the hand of the Philistines. And Samson said unto them, Swear unto me that ye will not fall upon me yourselves. And they spake unto him, saying, No, but we will bind thee fast and deliver thee into thy hand. But surely we will not kill thee. And they bound him with two new cords and brought him up from the rock. And when he came unto Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the cords that were upon his arms became as flax that was burnt with fire, and his bands loosed from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone of an ass, and put forth his hand, and took it, and slew a thousand men therewith. And Samson said, With the jawbone of an ass, heaps upon heaps, with the jaw of an ass I have slain a thousand men. And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking, that he cast away the jawbone out of his hand, and called that place Ramoth-Lehi. And he was sore athirst, 
and called on the Lord and said, Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant, and now I shall die for thirst and fall into the hand of the uncircumcised. But God clave an hollow place that was in the jaw, and there came water thereout. And when he had drunk, his spirit came again, and he revived. Wherefore he called the name thereof En-Hakkor, which is in Lehi unto this day. And he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines twenty years. Chapter 16 Then went Samson to Gaza, and saw there an harlot, and went in unto her. And it was told the Gazites, saying, Samson has come hither. And they compassed him in, and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city, and were quiet all in the night, saying, In the morning, when it is day, we shall kill him. And Samson lay till midnight, and arose at midnight, and took the doors of the gates of the city, and the two posts, and went away with them, bar and all, and put them upon his shoulders, and carried them up to the top of an hill that is before Hebron. And it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and said unto her, Entice him, and see wherein his great strength lieth, and by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him to afflict him. And we will give thee, every one of us, eleven hundred pieces of silver. And Delilah said to Samson, Tell me, I pray thee, wherein lie thy great strength, and wherewith thou mightest be bound to afflict thee. And Samson said unto her, If they bind me with seven green withs that were never dried, then I shall be weak and be as another man. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven green withs, which had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now there were men lying in wait, abiding with her in the chamber. And she said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he brake the withs as a thread of tow is broken when it toucheth the fire. So his strength was not known. And Delilah said unto Samson, Behold, thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, I pray thee, wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If they bind me fast with new ropes that were never occupied, then shall I be weak and be as another man. Delilah therefore took new ropes and bound him therewith and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And there were liars in wait abiding in the chamber, and he brake them from off his arms like a thread. And Delilah said unto Samson, Hitherto thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Tell me wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If thou weavest the seven locks of my head with the web. And she fastened it with the pin and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awaked out of his sleep and went away with the pin of the beam and with the web. And she said unto him, How canst thou say, I love thee, when thine heart is not with me? Thou hast mocked me these three times and hast not told me wherein thy great strength lieth. And it came to pass, when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death, that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There 
hath not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite from God, unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak, and be like any other man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he hath shown me his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and brought money in their hand, and she made him sleep upon her knees. And she called for a man, and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he woke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself. And he wits not that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. And he did grind in the prison house. Howbeit the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaven. Then the lords of the Philistines gathered them together for to offer a great sacrifice unto Dagon, their God, and to rejoice. For they said, Our God hath delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hand. And when the people saw him, they praised their God. For they said, Our God hath delivered into our hands our enemy, and the destroyer of our country, which slew many of us. And it came to pass, when their hearts were merry, that they said, Call for Samson, that he may make us sport. And they called for Samson out of the prison house, and he made them sport, and they set him between the pillars. And Samson said unto the lad that held him by the hand, Suffer me that I may feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth, that I may lean upon them. Now the house was full of men and women, and all the lords of the Philistines were there, and they were upon the roof, about three thousand men and women that beheld while Samson made sport. And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once. O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood, and on which it was borne up, of the one with his right hand, and of the other with his left. And Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might. And the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people that were therein. So the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. Then his brethren, all the house of his father came down and took him and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Ashtoel in the burying place of Manoah, his father. And he judged Israel 20 years. All right. <coughs> well, that was perfect timing. An excellent, excellent place to stop for the day. Be back tomorrow at 8 a.m. But before that, let's play the next message in Matt's series here.
Hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord to share with you today. Today's message is from May 11th, 2023. It's part of the longer Easter to Pentecost series. If you're new to my channel, then I encourage you to check out the other messages that I've been posting so you can see some of the other things that the Lord's been saying. Uh, as always, I'm grateful for everybody who likes these videos and subscribes to this channel and comments and especially for those of you that have shared this message with others. I have tried to record this message about 20 times. And every single time I have tried to record it, there has been some something, some disturbance, whether it is loud cars passing or an attack of insects suddenly, or my throat suddenly not being able to get words out because I'm coughing or some other nonsense. But I am going to get it out this time. I am determined. There is, there's some challenging things in, in the message I'm going to share with you today. And uh, I pray that the Lord would speak to you and give you discernment and wisdom about how they apply to you and how you should respond. Even now, loud vehicles passing by because that's how it is. But we're going to push through brothers and sisters. So this is what the Lord gave me May 11th, 2023. I'm just going to read it just as he gave it to me. It says, I, the Lord God, maker of heaven and earth, the great God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, I will speak to you, O servants of the Lord. Say to the peoples of distant lands, I see you. There is no place too far for me to reach you. No land so distant that my word cannot reach. I will call you out from the far reaches of the earth. I will draw you unto myself, O peoples. I will blow through your lands as a great wind. I will sweep through your cities and draw many sons and daughters to myself. I will come to you in dreams and visions and reveal myself to you. I, the Lord, and calling all peoples to myself. I will be attested to by miracles, signs, and wonders. Among you, O peoples, you will give glory to my name. You will lift up holy hands to worship me in all your tongues among your tribes. There is none that will be hidden from me. I am the Father who sees all in all, who knows the end from the beginning. I have placed you in the lands at a time such as this, that you might seek me, that you might search and grope for me. I will be found by you. Give up my people, O nations, O kings, O princes of the lands. Surrender them to me, for they are mine. They are my own. I will loosen your grip on them. I will set the captives free. I will shake them out. 
I will sift them like fine grain, for they are mine. I will move them from the borders of one land to another. I will move them from their places in order to bring them to me. They will push against the gates until the gates are open. They will try every door. They will push against the fences until the fences collapse and the way is made for them to come to me. Do not despise the foreigner among you, O my people. I am bringing them out for the time that I have prepared. I am bringing them to your doorstep. Therefore, whoever welcomes them in my name welcomes me. Tell my people, call by my name. Do not despise those I bring to you. Have you not considered, O oh man, I have brought them for my purpose, to reveal my glory among the nations. I, the Lord, have spoken. All the peoples of the earth are mine, and I will bring in the full number of my flock. I am the good shepherd. My sheep will hear my voice when I call, and they will come unto me. They will not come for another. Rest now in me, O servants of the Lord. That's the message the Lord gave me May 11th, which I'm sharing with you today. Um, reminds me in some respects of Acts 17, where Paul talks about how the peoples of the land are arranged in all of their places that they might search and grow for the Lord. Um, I pray for you wherever you are that you would be blessed. I know many people have put prayer requests in the comments. I want you to know that when you put those prayer requests in the comments, I do pray for you. And I know that others who uh, are participating in this channel pray for you also. So brothers and sisters, be encouraged. Pray for each other. Pray without ceasing. We know our Lord is coming soon, even though we don't know the day or the hour or the time. We know that he is coming and we will stand firm and we will continue until the day he comes. So I'll see you guys next time. God bless. All right. We will finish the book of Judges tomorrow. And maybe read the book of Ruth as well, because it's pretty short. We'll see. So I pray that God keeps you in the palm of his hand, safe and protected. All of you. Liana's coming up next here in about three minutes. And uh, Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the Patriot Party podcast. So come check that out. And I will see you all on the flip side. Thanks for watching. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. How's everyone doing this morning? Tell you what, we all slept in today. Mix off. So uh, he actually just rolled out of bed a second ago and popped his head in here, still looking half asleep. I was exhausted last night. I went to bed at 10 o'clock, which is highly unusual for me. 
And I woke up at 6.15. Didn't wake up to the alarm. Woke up to the roosters. I was like, oh, shit. Kids got to get up and go to school. <laughs> they got a fun time, though. And then Heather was texting me early, 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 which I responded when I woke up. That's fine. Y'all can text me whenever you want, and I will get back to you when I wake up, if I'm asleep. And, uh, you know, she's trying to adopt this kid, this teenager, or at least bring her into her home, welcome her into her home. And she has a feeling like something's gone wrong. Well, apparently the kid was in the hospital last night. And so she said to me, she said, I always think it's my anxiety kicking in. I can physically feel it. It's like a tingle. It's how it feels when something is wrong or going to be. So I'm starting to think whatever this feeling I'm getting is my intuition. And I've been fighting it for too many years. Duh. That was my response. But yes, I said, yes. Stop second-guessing yourself. You're more in tune with what's happening in your life than anyone else. Listen to yourself. You know why? Because that's God. Duh. <laughs> we talk a lot about your path. Listening. Hearing. They're different things, by the way. You can hear and not listen. Looking and seeing are two different things, too. You can look and not see. You need to see. Those that have ears to hear, those that have eyes to see, you need to listen. And not just the things around you, but the things inside yourself. Because that's God inside you, talking to you. We are made in the image of God. We are connected to God. God is a part of us. And he is constantly talking to us. And again, if you hear a disembodied voice in your skull, would you immediately think that was God or would you think that you were crazy? But if you feel that tingle in your spine or that, that tug in your stomach, that, that sinking feeling, that pit, or sometimes that, that elation, that knowing that what you're doing is right, that's God telling you, don't do that. Don't go this way. Go this way. This is your path. This is where you're supposed to go. This is the way you're going to be successful. Sometimes it's not the way you anticipate. Listen to yourself. Stop second-guessing yourself. Stop doubting yourself. That's just fear. Get rid of it. Trust in God. Trust in yourself. Anyway, 
Yes, Latanya, understanding is not the same for everyone and is not a human who can tell you the right understanding. True understanding comes when you balance everything between life, death, and the kingdom of God. So, I want to do something a little different today during our prayer. I want to do personal prayers for people. So, y'all that are listening right now, after we listen to Brother Matt's message, which is about five minutes long. If there's someone in particular that you would like for us to pray for, please put their name in the chat. Or if you, you know, if you just want to put their name, that's fine. If there's something in particular you want to pray for about them, put that too. So let's listen to Matt's message and then We'll do our prayer. Hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with you again with another message from the Lord. This is uh, another message from the Easter to Pentecost series, uh, which I'm posting here on my channel. I've been posting over the last uh, several weeks. I encourage you, if you're new to the channel, that you check out some of those other messages and see what the Lord has been saying. Uh, today's message, in some respects, I think is very similar to the message I shared yesterday, which talked a lot about the people in distant lands and God's desire uh, for the nations. And so I see a lot of similarity in today's message, which I'm about to share uh, as always, when I give this to you, I read it to you as it was given to me by the Lord. Uh, I try to give it just word for word exactly as he gave it to me. And so I read it based on what I've transcribed from what he's given me. Um, I'm grateful as always for, for everybody who likes these videos and comments, asks questions. And for those of you who've subscribed to this channel, I also encourage you to hit the notification bell so that when the new video comes out, you'll get a notification so you'll know about it. Uh, also grateful, as always, for everybody who shares these videos with others. So here we go. May 12th, 2023. This is what it says. I will speak, says the Lord Most High. I will not keep silent. To those in the distant lands say, I am the Lord, your hope and your salvation. Look to me. Call on me and be saved, O peoples. Though you are scattered among the nations in far places, I will gather you to myself. My chosen ones will be drawn up as Moses was drawn up from the Nile. I have arranged you just as you are, that you might seek me. I have placed you, planted you where you are, that you might search for me. I will be found by you. I will bring calamity among the nations. Yet this calamity is for my glory. For I will move my people from their hiding places in distant lands. I will set their feet upon a road. I will move them from their place. I will reseat them, replant them among host nations. O servants of the Lord, look carefully and see the foreigner among you. Do not despise them, 
For I have brought them to your shores and to your streets for the purpose of my glory. The calamity of the nations will set many feet in action, a great migration. Your authorities will declare a crisis, yet even in this I will be glorified. Do not doubt or question my words, O servant of the Lord. Only speak as I lead you. Remember it is my word, not your word. Behold, I am drawing out my children from among all nations. This great harvest will be completed. As Moses was drawn from the Nile and raised as a son of Egypt, so shall many of my sons and daughters from distant lands be drawn up and raised as foreigners among nations that are not their own. I will lengthen your wick, O servant of the Lord. I will extend your oil. Only submit yourself to me. To the nations who host my people within their borders, say, Do not despise the foreigner among you, for I have placed him there for the sake of my glory, that he might find me and turn to me. I have set his feet to moving. I have removed him from his place, that he might seek me and find me. Receive well, my children, O you host nations. All right, brothers and sisters, so that is the word that the Lord gave on May 12th, uh, part of that longer series, and interesting that there is a word for the people in the distant lands, and there's also a word for the people in the host nations. So I pray that you would ask of the Lord how you should respond to this, how he would have you apply this to your life. Uh, I pray you'll be blessed wherever you are. See you next time. Thank you, Brother Matt. So. Good morning, Carrie. If you're just joining us, we're doing personal prayers today. So if you would like for someone, us to pray for someone in particular, please put their name in the chats. If you're watching on your phone on Rumble, on the top right-hand corner of the screen, there's a little box that looks like a play button. Click that box, it brings you to the next screen and then you can join the live chat. So, dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your coming. We know your return is soon. Thank you for giving us ears to hear, the ability to listen, the discernment to see the truth, Thank you for giving us eyes to see, to truly see the signs you've laid out for us, the markers in our path. And dear God, we ask today that you keep Lindsay in the palm of your hand and close to your heart. Keep her protected. We know she's chosen to play a role in your greater plan. God, we ask that you keep Ben safe and sound. He also has a role to play 
in your greater plan. Please watch over his wife, Valerie. She needs your help and guidance. God, we ask that you watch over Heather. As I always need her help and guidance. And her cho chosen daughter, Layla, that you've chosen for her. Help her to understand what she needs to do to save this child. Please watch over Wes. He is also chosen to play a role in your army. Watch over our good friend, Linda. Give her peace and calm as the world throws struggles at her. We ask that you keep Christopher close to your heart, help him heal. Lord, we ask you to watch over Nix, who has a role to play in your army, a big one. And Latanya, who has known you longer than almost any of us, and is our rock. Lord, we ask you to watch over Ginger Girl. She has a role to play in your plan. We need her with us. Lord, we ask you to watch over Carrie. We need her with us. Lord, we ask you to continue watching over John. He is one of your most dedicated servants. Lord, we ask you to watch over Slopsky. Who always cares for others. Lord, we ask you to watch over Liana. Help her beat these evil spirits that have come against her. Keep her safe and protected for what she needs to do. She has a large role to play in your army. Lord, we beg you return soon. Please, God, come save us from these evil demons that have taken over our world. We are ready for your return. Come home Come home soon, God, before it's too late. Lord, please watch over our friend Josh, who is one of your chosen, and we fear he is tempted. Needs to be righted on his path. Help him, show him the way.
Lord, we humbly pray for our children. Lord, I ask you to watch over Mick, your most devoted servant. All right. Wow. I think I need to go blow my nose. <laughs> Give me a moment, guys. I'll tell you what. I'm going to play Matt's next message early. Before we uh, go ahead and do our Bible reading. So. Well, hello again, brothers and sisters. I hope uh, everybody is having a nice weekend. Uh, I'm here to share another message from the Lord, part of the series of messages that the Lord gave me between Easter and Pentecost. Um, one thing I want to say before I read today's message is that what I uh, share here, what I present to you here is just as I received it. So I don't really try to edit it or shape it or uh, anything like that. I just give it exactly as the Lord gave it to me. Um, so that may be uh, why sometimes it, it seems to uh, kind of jump from piece to piece or something like that. Um, but I just, I just deliver it as it was given. That's what the Lord told me to do. I don't really give a lot of interpretation of what he's given me uh, at this point, because I think that just delivering the message the way that it was given is what I'm supposed to do. Okay, I'm actually going to pause him there. I feel the same way. Sometimes I feel like my messages are disjointed, but we'll finish that later. I had tissues in the studio that I didn't realize, so it makes it easier. And yes, Ginger Girl, we pray, God, Lord, please watch over your chosen servant, Brother Matt, as he comes under spiritual attacks. He needs your protection as well as your guidance. Please keep him safe in the palm of your hand. As with all of our friends who are watching and listening. So, I do want to read one other thing to you before we do our prayer. After the day comes, your rock of hardened faith shall roll. While you may start to weary, you will not tarry for long on your stone. Be patient unto your Lord and await his trumpet. As a rolling stone, you shall have your path set before you. The path will be set high, and only those whose faith is set in stone shall see. For those who scurry shall surely be on the ground. The path is cleared. Your rock will overcome anything set before you. However, 
If you fear or have doubt, your rock shall surely crumble before them. Hold steadfast in your path and give all glory to God. Do not stumble while looking back. Do not turn from your enemies. For those who fail in faith, their rock shall surely crumble. Do not fail in your faith. Do not fear. So, we're going to finish the book of Judges today. And maybe even read the book of Ruth. We'll see what time it is when we finish Judges. Ah, time. However, hmm. If you remember, we read the, the story of Samson yesterday. Samson and Delilah. Chapter 17, the book of Judges. And there was a man of Mount Ephraim whose name was Micah. And he said unto his mother, The eleven hundred shekels of silver that were taken from thee, about which thou cursed, and spakest of also in mine ears, Behold, the silver is with me. I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my son. And when he had restored the eleven hundred shekels of silver to his mother, his mother said, I had wholly dedicated the silver unto the Lord from my hand for my son, to make a graven image and a molten image. Now therefore, I will restore it unto thee. Yet he restored the money unto his mother, and his mother took two hundred shekels of silver and gave them to the founder, who made thereof a graven image and a molten image, and they were in the house of Micah. And the man Micah had an house of gods, and made an ephod and a teraphim, and consecrated one of his sons who became his priest. In those days there was no king in Israel. But every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And there was a young man out of Bethlehem, Judah, of the family of Judah, who was a Levite, and he sojourned there. And the man departed out of the city from Bethlehem, Judah, to sojourn where he could find a place. And he came to Mount Ephraim, to the house of Micah, as he journeyed. And Micah said unto him, Whence camest thou? And he said unto him, I am a Levite of Bethlehem, Judah, and I go to sojourn where I may find a place. And Micah said unto him, Dwell with me, and be unto me a father and a priest, and I will give thee ten shekels of silver by the year, and a suit of apparel, and thy victuals. So the Levite went in, and the Levite was content to dwell with the man, and the young man was unto him as one of his sons. And Micah consecrated the Levite, and the young man became his priest and was in the house of Micah. Then said Micah, Now I know that the Lord will do me good, seeing I have a Levite to my priest. Chapter 18 In those days there was no king in Israel, and in those days the tribe of the Danites sought them an inheritance to dwell in, for unto that day all their inheritance had not fallen unto them among the tribes of Israel. And the children of Dan sent of their family five men from their coasts, men of valor from Zorah, 
and from Eshoel, to spy out the land and to search it. And they said unto them, Go, search the land. Who, when they came to Mount Ephraim, to the house of Micah, they lodged there. And when they were by the house of Micah, they knew the voice of the young man, the Levite, and they turned in thither and said unto him, Who brought thee hither? And what mark makest thou in this place? And what hast thou here? And he said unto them, Thus and thus dealeth Micah with me, and hath hired me, and I am his priest. And they said unto him, Ask counsel, we pray thee of God, that we may know whether our way which we shall go be prosperous. And the priest said unto them, Go in peace, before the Lord is your way wherein ye go. Then the five men departed and came to Laish, and the people, and saw the people that were therein, and how they dwelt careless after the manner of the Zidonians, quiet and secure. And there was no magistrate in the land that might put them to shame in anything. And they were far from the Zidonians and had no business with any man. And they came unto their brethren, to Zorah and Eshtoel. And their brethren said unto them, What say ye? And they said, Arise, that we may go up against them. For we have seen the land, and behold, it is very good. And are ye still? Be not slothful to go, and to enter to possess the land. When ye go, ye shall come unto a people secure, and to a large land, for God hath, God hath given it into your hands, a place where there is no want of anything that is in the earth. And there went from thence of the family of the Danites, out of Zorah and out of Eshtoel, six hundred men appointed with weapons of war. And they went up and pitched in karjath Jearim in Judah, wherefore the, they called the place Manahadan unto this day. Behold, it is behind karjath Jearim. And they passed then unto Mount Ephraim and came unto the house of Micah. Then answered the five men that went to spy out the country of Laish, and said unto their brethren, Do ye know that there is in these houses an ephod, and teraphim, and a graven image, and a molten image? Now therefore consider what ye have to do. And they turned thitherward, and came unto the house of the young man the Levite, even unto the house of Micah, and saluted him. And the six hundred men appointed with their weapons of war, which were of the children of Dan, stood by the entering of the gate. And the five men that went to spy out the land went up, and came in thither, and took the graven image, and the ephod, and the teraphim, and the molten image. And the priest stood in the entering of the gate with the six hundred men that were appointed with the weapons of war. And these went into Micah's house, and fetched the carved image, the ephod, and the teraphim, and the molten image. Then said the priest unto them, What do ye? And they said unto him, Hold thy peace, lay thine hand upon thy mouth, and go with us, and be to us a father and a priest. Is it better for thee to be a priest unto the house of one man, or that thou be a priest unto a tribe and a family in Israel? And the priest's heart was glad, and he took the ephod and the teraphim and the graven image and went into the midst of the people. So they turned and departed and put the little ones and the cattle and the carriage before them. And when they were a good way from the house of Micah, 
The men that were in the houses near to Micah's house were gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. And they cried unto the children of Dan. And they turned their faces and said unto Micah, What aileth thee that thou comest with such a company? And he said, Ye have taken away my gods which I made, and the priest, and ye are gone away. And what have I more? And what is this ye saying unto me? What aileth thee? And the children of Dan said unto him, Let not thy voice be heard among us, lest angry fellows run upon thee, and thou lose thy life with lives of thy household. And the children of Dan went their way. And when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back onto his house. And they took the things which Micah had made, and the priest which he had, and came on to Laish, onto a people that were at quiet and secure. And they smote them with the edge of the sword, and burnt the city with fire. And there was no deliverer, because it was far from Zidon, and they had no business with any man. And it was in the valley that lieth by Beth Rehob. And they built a city, and dwelt therein, and they called the name of the city Dan after the name of Dan their father, who was born unto Israel, howbeit the name of the city was Liash at first. And the children of Dan set up the great image. And Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, he and his sons were priests to the tribe of Dan until the day of captivity of the land. And they set them up, Micah's graven image, which he made, and all that time that the house of God was in Shiloh. I need to put a dog door in the door of the studio. <laughs> Chapter 19. And it came to pass in those days, when there was no king in Israel, that there was a certain Levite sojourning on the side of Mount Ephraim, who took to him a concubine out of Bethlehem, Judah. And his concubine played the whore against him and went away from him onto her father's house to Bethlehem, Judah, and was there four whole months. And her husband arose and went after her to speak friendly unto her and to bring her again, having his servants with him and a couple of asses. And she brought him into her father's house. And when the father of the damsels saw him, he rejoiced to meet him. And his father-in-law, the damsel's father, retained him, and he abode with him three days. So they did eat and drink and lodged there. And it came to pass on the fourth day, when they arose early in the morning, that he rose up to depart. And the damsel's father said unto his son-in-law, Comfort thine heart with a morsel of bread, and afterward go your way. And they sat down and did eat and drink both of them together. For the damsel's father had said unto the man, Be content, I pray thee, and tarry all night, and let thine heart be merry. And when the man rose up to depart, his father-in-law urged him. Therefore he lodged there again. And he arose early in the morning on the fifth day to part. And the damsel's father said, Comfort thine heart, I pray thee. And they tarried until afternoon, and they did eat both of them. And when the man rose up to depart, he and his concubine and his servant, his father-in-law, the damsel's father, said unto him, Behold, now the day draweth toward evening. I pray you tarry all night. Behold, the day groweth to an end. Lodge here, 
that thine heart may be merry, and tomorrow get you early on your way that thou mayest go home. But the man would not tarry that night, but he rose up and departed, and came over against Jebus, which is Jerusalem, and there were with him two asses saddled, his concubine also was with him. And when they were by Jebus, the day was far spent, and the servant said unto his master, Come, I pray thee, and let us turn in into this city of Jebusites, and lodge in it. And his master said unto him, We will not turn aside hither into the city of a stranger that is not of the children of Israel. We will pass over to Geba. And he said unto his servant, Come, and let us draw near to one of these places to lodge all night in Geba or in Ramah. And they passed on and went their way. And the sun went down upon them. And when they were by Geba, which belongeth to Benjamin, and they turned aside thither to go in and lodge in Geba. And when he went in, he sat him down in a street of the city, for there was no man that took them into his house to lodging. And behold, there came an old man from his work out of the field at even, which was also of Mount Ephraim. He sojourned in Geba, but the men of the place were Benjaminites. And when he had lifted up his eyes, he saw a wayfaring man in the street of the city. And the old man said, Whither goest thou? And whence comest thou? And he said unto him, We are passing from Bethlehem Judah toward the side of Mount Ephraim, from thence am I. And I went to Bethlehem Judah, but I am now going to the house of the Lord, and there is no man that receiveth me to house. Yet there is both straw and provender for our asses, and there is bread and wine also for me, and for thy handmaid, and for the young man which is with thy servants. There is no want of anything. And the old man said, Peace be with thee. Howsoever, let all thy wants lie upon me. Only lodge not in the street. So he brought him into his house, and gave provender unto the asses, and they washed their feet, and did eat and drink. Now as they were making their hearts merry, behold, the men of the city, certain sons of Belial, beset the house round about, and beat at the door, and spake to the master of the house, the old man, saying, Bring forth that man that came into thine house, that we may know him. And the man, the master of the house, went out unto them and said unto them, Nay, my brethren, nay, I pray you, do not so wickedly. Seeing that this man is come into mine house, do not this folly. Behold, here is my daughter, a maiden, and his concubine. Them I will bring out now, and humble ye them, and do with them whatever seemeth good unto you. But unto this man do not so vile a thing. But the men would not hearken to him. So the man took his concubine, and brought her forth unto them, and they knew her, and abused her all the night into the morning. And when the day began to spring, they let her go. Then came the woman in the dawning of the day, and fell down at the door of the man's house where her lord was till it was light. And her lord rose up in the morning, and opened the doors of the house, and went out to go his way. And behold, the woman, his concubine, was fallen down at the door of the house, and her hands were upon the threshold. And he said unto her, Up, and let us be going. But none answered. Then the man took her up on an ass, and the man rose up and got him into his place. And when he was come into his house, he took a knife and laid hold on his concubine and divided her, and together with her bones into twelve pieces, and sent her into all the coasts of Israel. And it was so 
that all that saw it said, there was no such deed done nor seen from the days that the children of Israel came up out of the land of Egypt unto this day. Consider of it, take advice, and speak your minds. Hmm. Chapter 20. Then all the children of Israel went out. Okay. And the congregation was gathered together as one man from Dan, even to Beersheba, with the land of Gilead, unto the Lord in Mizpah. And the chief of all the people, even of all the tribes of Israel, presented themselves in the assembly of the people of God, 400,000 footmen that drew sword. Now the children of Benjamin heard that the children of Israel were gone up to Mizpah. And then said the children of Israel, Tell us, how was this wickedness? And the Levite, the husband of the woman that was slain, answered and said, I came into Geba that belongeth to Benjamin, I and my concubine, to lodge. And the men of Geba rose against me and beset the house round about upon me by night and thought to have slain me. And my concubine have they forced that she is dead. And I took my concubine and cut her in pieces and sent her throughout all the country of the inheritance of Israel. For they have committed lewdness and folly in Israel. Behold, ye are all children of Israel. Give here your advice and counsel. And all the people arose as one man, saying, We will not any of us go to his tent, neither will we any of us turn into his house. But now this thing shall be the thing which we will do to Geba. We will go up by lot against it. We will take ten men of an hundred throughout all the tribes of Israel, and an hundred of a thousand, and an thousand out of ten thousand, to fetch victual for the fetch victual for the people, that they may do when they come to Geba of Benjamin, according to all the folly that they have wrought in Israel. So all the men of Israel were gathered against the city, knit together as one man. And the tribes of Israel sent men through all the tribes of Benjamin, saying, What wickedness is this that is done am among you? Now therefore deliver us the men, the children of Belial, which are in Geba, that we may put them to death and put away evil from Israel. But the children of Benjamin would not hearken to the voice of their brethren, the children of Israel. But the children of Benjamin gathered themselves together out of the cities unto Geba to go out to battle against the children of Israel. And the children of Benjamin were numbered at that time of the cities, twenty and six thousand men that drew sword beside the inhabitants of Geba, which were numbered seven hundred chosen men. Among all this people were the seven hundred chosen men left-handed. Every one could sling stone, stones at an hairbreadth and not miss. And the men of Israel beside Benjamin were numbered 400,000 men that drew a sword. All these were men of war. And the children of Israel arose and went up to the house of God and asked counsel of God and said, Which of us shall go up first to battle against the children of Benjamin? And the Lord said, Judah shall go up first. And the children of Israel rose up in the morning and encamped against Geba, and the men of Israel went out to battle against Benjamin, and the men of Israel put themselves in array to fight against them at Geba. And the children of Benjamin came forth at Geba and destroyed down to the ground of the Israelites that day twenty and two thousand men. 
And the people of the men of Israel encouraged themselves and set their battle against again in array in the place where they put themselves in array the first day. And the children of Israel went up and wept before the Lord until even and asked counsel of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up again to battle against the children of Benjamin, my brother? And the Lord said, Go up against him. And the children of Israel came near against the children of Benjamin the second day. And Benjamin went forth against them out of Geba the second day and destroyed down to the ground of the children of Israel again 18,000 men. All these drew the sword. Then all the children of Israel and all the people went up and came onto the house of God and wept and sat there before the Lord and fasted that day until even and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And the children of Israel inquired of the Lord, for the ark of the covenant of God was there in those days, and Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, stood before it in those days, saying, Shall I yet again go out to the battle against the children of Benjamin, my brother, or shall I cease? And the Lord said, Go up, for tomorrow I will deliver them into thine hand. And Israel sent liars in wait round about Geba. And the children of Israel went up against the children of Benjamin on the third day and put themselves in array against Geba as at other times. And the children of Benjamin went out against the people and were drawn away from the city. And they began to smite of the people and kill as at other times in the highways of which one goeth up to the house of God and the other to Geba in the fields, about 30 men of Israel. And the children of Benjamin said, They are smitten down before us as at the first. But the children of Israel said, Let us flee and draw them from the city onto the highways. And all the men of Israel rose up out of their place and put themselves in array at Baal Tamar. And the liars in wait of Israel came forth out of their places, even out of the meadows of Geba. And there came against Geba 10,000 chosen men all out of Israel. And the battle was sore, but they knew not that evil was near them. And the Lord smote Benjamin before Israel, and the children of Israel destroyed of the Benjaminites that day twenty and five thousand and a hundred men. All these drew the sword. So the children of Benjamin saw that they were smitten, for the men of Israel gave place to the Benjaminites, because they trust unto the liars in wait which they had set beside Geba. And the liars in wait hasted and rushed upon Geba, and the liars in wait drew themselves along and smote all the city with the edge of the sword. Now there was an appointed sign between the men of Israel and the liars in wait. They should make a great flame with smoke rise up out of the city. And when the men of Israel retired in the battle, Benjamin began to smite and kill of the men of Israel about 30 persons. For they said, surely they are smitten down before us as in the first battle. But when the flame began to arise up out of the city with a pillar of smoke, the Benjaminites looked behind them, and behold, the flame of the city ascended up to heaven. And when the men of Israel turned again, the men of Benjamin were amazed, for they saw that evil was come upon them. Therefore they turned their backs before the men of Israel onto the way of the wilderness, but the battle overtook them. And them which came out of the cities they destroyed in the midst of them, Thus they enclosed the Benjaminites round about and chased them and trod them down with ease over against Geba toward the sun rising. And there fell of Benjamin 18,000 men. All these were men of valor. And they turned and fled toward the wilderness onto the rock of Ramon. 
And they gleaned of them in the highways 5,000 men and pursued hard after them on to Gidim and slew 2,000 men of them. So that all which fell that day of Benjamin were 20 and 5,000 men that drew the sword. All these were men of valor. But 600 men turned and fled to the wilderness onto the rock Ramon and abode in the rock Ramon four months. And the men of Israel turned against again upon the children of Benjamin and smote them with the edge of the sword, as well the men of every city as the beast and all that came to hand. Also they set fire, set on fire all the cities that they came to. Chapter 21. Now the men of Israel had sworn in Mitzpah, saying, There shall not any of us give unto his daughter, unto Benjamin, to wife. And the people came to the house of God, and abode there till even before God, and lifted up their voices and wept sore, and said, O Lord God of Israel, why is this come to pass in Israel, that there should be today one tribe lacking in Israel? And it came to pass on the morrow... that the people rose early and built there an altar and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. And the children of Israel said, Who is there among all the tribes of Israel that came not up with the congregation unto the Lord? For they had made a great oath concerning him that came not up to the Lord to Mitzpah, saying, He shall surely be put to death. And the children of Israel repented them for Benjamin their brother and said, There is one tribe cut off from Israel this day. How shall we do for wives for them that remain, seeing we have sworn by the Lord that we will not give them of our daughters to wives? And they said, What one is there of the tribes of Israel that came not up to Mitzpah to the Lord? And behold, there came none to the camp from Jabesh Gilead to the assembly. For the people were numbered, and behold, there were none of the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead there. And the congregation sent thither twelve thousand men, of the valiantest, and commanded them, saying, Go and smite the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead with the edge of the sword, with the woman and the children. And this is the thing that you shall do. You shall utterly destroy every male and every woman that hath lain by man. And they found among the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead four hundred young virgins that had known no man by laying with any male. And they brought them unto the camp to Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan. And the whole congregation sent some to speak to the children of Benjamin that were in the rock Ramon, to call peaceably upon them. And Benjamin came again at that time, and they gave them wives of which they had saved alive of the women of Jabesh Gilead. And yet, so they sufficed them not. And the people repented them for Benjamin, because that the Lord had made a breach in the tribes of Israel. Then the elders of the congregation said, How shall we do for the wives of them that remain, seeing the women are destroyed out of Benjamin? And they said, There must be an inheritance for them that be escaped of Benjamin, that a tribe be not destroyed out of Israel. Howbeit we may not give them wives of our daughters, for the children of Israel have sworn, saying, Cursed be he that giveth a wife to Benjamin. Then they said, Behold, there is a feast of the Lord in Shiloh yearly in a place which is on the north side of Bethel, on the east side of the highway that goeth up from Bethel to Shechem and on the south of Labona. Therefore they commanded the children of Benjamin, 
saying, Go and lie in wait in the vineyards, and see and behold if the daughters of Shiloh come out to dance in dances. Then come ye out of the vineyards, and catch you every man his wife of the daughters of Shiloh, and go to the land of Benjamin. And it shall be, when their fathers or their brethren come unto us to complain, that we will say unto them, Be favorable unto them for our sakes, because we reserved not to each man his wife in the war. For ye did not give them unto them at this time, that ye should be guilty. And the children of Benjamin did so, and took them wives according to their number of them that danced, whom they caught. And they went and returned unto their inheritance, and repaired the cities, and dwelt in them. And the children of Israel departed thence at that time, every man to his tribe, and to his family. And they went out from thence, every man to his inheritance." In those days, there was no king in Israel. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And that completes the book of Judges. So let's finish this message from Brother Matt before we get out of here. Uh, at this stage. So uh, for those of you who, uh, who subscribe to this channel and who like these videos and comment on them, I'm grateful for you. I uh, appreciate you guys also sharing uh, this message with others. Um, but this is what it says for May 14th, 2023. O peoples of the earth, listen to what the sovereign Lord says. I am the Lord. I am he who sits on the throne. I am the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. I am the Alpha, the Omega. I am he who sees the end from the beginning. I am the maker of heaven and earth, the creator. I am the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I will speak, O peoples. The one who is wise will heed my words. Behold, I am coming soon. Return to me, O you peoples of the land. Repent of your sins and adulteries while there is yet time. My hand is open. Wise is the man who reaches out to me. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All who call upon the name of Jesus Christ. It is he who was crucified for your sins, who suffered in your place, who was buried in a tomb, and who was raised after three days. It is he who calls you. Behold, I am making all things new. To all who come to me, I will give a new name. I will give a robe of fine linen. I will give a place in my father's house. That you might be with me where I am forever. Beware, for my coming will be swift. I will come as a thief in the night. Seek me while I met yet. Seek me while I may yet be found, O peoples. Taste of me and see that I am good. Drink of me, and you will never thirst again. Eat of my manna, the manna from heaven, and hunger no more. Lay your burdens down. Cast your anxieties upon me. Take up my yoke, for it is light and my burden is easy.
There is judgment declared on the earth. Know that when I come again with my mighty host, I come to declare judgment over the whole earth. I counsel those who are wise to avoid the day of the Lord's wrath at all cost. He who is not with me is against me. Heed my warning, O peoples of the land. It is given because of my love for you. Receive my sacrifice and be saved from the final judgment. Soon the books will be open. Happy is he who finds his name in the Lamb's book of life. I will not tarry much longer, O peoples. Even now, my army is at ready, awaiting the command of the Lord Most High, awaiting the trumpet blast and the announcement of the appointed day. Make ready while there is yet time. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb, be blessing and honor and glory and power forever. To him who is seated on the throne, be blessing and honor and glory and power forever. At this point on this night, um, I had uh, something of a vision involving some people that I know. And uh, as that vision concluded, uh, then the Lord spoke again. And this is how the Lord continued. This is the day. The skies will be rolled back as a scroll and the Lord will descend. And I will call you to myself. You will see it with your eyes. It will be a great thing to you. Those who are mine shall not fear the day of my coming but will welcome me with open arms. I will bring you into my rest. I have prepared a great feast and I long to sit with you at my table. This word that I have given to you will be for the encouragement of some and for the admonishment of others. I will use it according to my purpose to complete all that I intend. Do not fear to speak the word that I give to you, O servant of the Lord. Declare it fearlessly. I have sent you as a watchman on the wall. Deliver all of this word that I have spoken. It will be to the delight of some, but it will be a sour word in the mouth of many. Do not concern yourself with how they will respond. Only deliver this message. I have a little more to declare. Receive well my word. And at this point, my wife, uh, who has been with me through all of this, asked the Lord, who is worthy? Because we saw an image of, I saw a vision of the scroll and the seven seals. And so at this point, she said, Lord, who is worthy? And the Lord responded, only the lamb who sits on the throne, he is worthy to open the scroll. It has been given to him. He holds it in his hand. Soon the seals will be opened and the judgments will begin. I counsel you, O peoples, avoid that day. It will be a day of great terror on the earth. Do not take lightly the judgments of the Lord. Do not take this warning lightly. I plead with you, O peoples, 
flee from that day. Come unto me and be saved while there is yet time. This is the word of the Lord Most High, the word of he who sits on the throne, of he who holds the scroll in his hand. I, Jesus, who was slain for your sins, have declared this word unto you. My name is trustworthy and true. My name is faithful and just. My name is holy and righteous. I am seated on the right hand of the Father, and I am coming soon. Make ready for my coming, O peoples of the land. And that is the word that the Lord gave me on May 14th, 2023. I pray that in keeping with what the scripture says, that you would not despise prophecy, brothers and sisters, but that you would hold on to what is good, seek what is good. Um, I pray the Lord will give you wisdom and discernment, uh, how you should respond to anything given here. And uh, as always, I thank you for the time you've given me to share this with you. Please know, for those of you that ask for prayer and uh, make comments asking for prayer requests, I do pray for you. Pray that you would, uh, and I ask that you would continue to pray for me and for mine. Um, and I'll see you next time. Thanks. We will continue to pray for you and for yours, Matt, for all of us. The day will soon arrive. Remember, when the day comes, do not run. Do not panic. Set your feet as a stone, my child, for those who scurry shall surely be consumed. Liana's starting now, or she's already started. Yeah, we're a couple minutes late. Sorry, Liana. Okay. So she's on now. Mick and I will be back tonight, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show for the Patriot Party podcast. There is no good book tomorrow. However, Heather and I will be doing Freedom Gardens tomorrow at 1 p.m. And we'll have a guest with us. His name's James. He's from the UK and uh, we're going to talk about his product called Plant Surge, which works amazingly well with electroculture. So come check us out. In the meantime, thanks for watching, y'all. I'll see you on the flip side. May God be with you and keep you safe and warm in the palm of his hand. Till we meet again. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming Cue for heaven's sake, violence that they demonstrate Instigate and penetrate, the values of our country And our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, it's
intimidate through fear and force, forcing us to sit and wait till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate. Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate. Marching on these streets of blood till I see the golden gates. Troubadour and troubled souls, one of God's servants. Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you. Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed, lying, not a sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh. Silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek uh, Drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious Praying for assistance to overcome our position Or I'm gonna start resisting and then I'll pray for forgiveness oh, day, I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you